0: Thanks for listening to the Life Changer Church podcast. We are excited you are with us today. Please feel free to contact the church office at 918-341-8344 or you can find us online at lifechangerchurch.com. Enjoy today's message. So I want to read a couple of verses to you this morning and talk about them for just a bit. I'm going to go back to Proverbs uh, chapter 3. In this very famous verses, you've probably memorized these verses. Uh, They're well known. So let's pray, and then we'll look to the Word of God. Heavenly Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the wisdom contained therein. Thank you for the instructions of righteousness. Thank you for every part of it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm in chapter 3 of Proverbs. I think Kenny will follow along with me. Uh, I'm reading from the New King James Version, but Kenny, we may talk over to to NLT in a minute. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six. So look at this. I want to give you four big ideas out of this passage. Number one, trust is with the heart. you see that? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. What is the heart? The heart is inside. It's not how you it involves how you think, but it's not your mind. It's your soul. It, it's the eternal part of you that relates to God. It's in the heart. Trust is in the heart. How many of you have had that experience where you've thought about things and you've reasoned about things and you got it all figured out in your head but your heart is still troubled? Or the other way around. Your heart is at peace but your mind's going crazy. Anybody had that experience? Where your heart on the deep part of you, on the inside part of you, you are at peace And yet your mind is saying, what about, what about, what about, what if, what if, what if, if, oh no, oh no, oh, no. Do you know what I mean? Your mind, your thoughts, that's when 2 Corinthians 10, verses 5, 6, and 7 come in, where you need to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. How many of you had to get a hold of yourself? Get a hold of your thinking. You know, Zig Ziglar used to call it stinking thinking. But, you know, you, you have to get a hold of your thinking. Because if you don't get a hold of your thinking, it will affect your heart given some time. It will affect your heart and your ability to trust will be affected by squirrely thinking. You all know that biblical term squirrely thinking? When you are, you're allowing your thoughts to exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. So did the Lord say he would always be with you? If you're a believer, did the Lord say he'd always be with you? He would never leave you, nor forsake you. So if the Lord be for you, and he be in you, and he be with you, whom shall I fear? Paul said in Romans 8. So trust is an issue of the heart. Now, I love the second point. He said lean not to your own understanding. Listen, now I've said this for years. I'm going to say it again today. You have to keep reason in check because we walk by faith, not by understanding. Most of the time as a believer, when you're walking with God, you're going to walk by faith and get understanding after you obey. You don't get understanding to support your decision when God's talking to you. you got to learn to trust God and obey his word. And understanding comes after you obey. At some point, you have to take a step of faith. So lean not to your own understanding. I'm a guy that likes to understand. Good grief, everybody. I got a doctor's degree. It's an earned doctor's degree, not an honorary one. I had to work for it. Okay? And I like understanding. I like figuring things out. I like knowing where I'm going, but I have learned that understanding is not God, that God is God, and faith is transcendent of understanding. I don't think he wants us to be foolish and going around making dumb decisions and blaming it on him. I'm preaching better than your amen in. Okay. And so so certainly we don't want to be foolish about these things, but you cannot make it make your life decisions dependent upon you figuring it out. Because there's some things you're just not smart enough. And there's some things that you don't know the end of the story from the beginning. You just don't know, and you're not going to know. But you know when God's speaking to your heart and how he's drawing you and he's leading you, and I'm telling you, it's better to obey. Number three, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways. In all your ways. I have no part of my life that God does not have an invitation to be involved in or speak to. Now, I'm sure there's areas of my life that I've blocked him. Now, I don't do it on purpose. I do it because I'm a human. And I live in a fallen world. But I try my best. That in all of my ways, I acknowledge him. How I live with my wife, I acknowledge him. How I live with my adult children. How I live with my grandchildren how I relate to the church, how I, in all my, everybody say all. All All my ways, I acknowledge Him. Lord, you are welcome to speak into my life in whatever way I'm in. If you'll help me to hear it. See, in life, you have to develop more confidence in God's ability to speak than your ability to hear. You remember how God got your attention when you wasn't paying any attention? Listen, now that I love him, he's my heavenly father. I want to hear from him. I want God to know that I acknowledge him in all all my areas of life. Relational decisions, financial decisions, medical decisions. How many of you think God might want to talk to you about your diet? Oh pastor well that's important that's important. God might want to talk to you about all the pop you drink I'm not saying it to put you under condemnation or guilt or anything I'm just saying acknowledge him in all our ways like God you have permission. You ever had a check about what you were ordering on the menu? Do you think that God is concerned about all the fat you consume or calories? To my knowledge, I've never preached this. I've never done this like this before. Because I've been afraid of being rejected. But I'm too old. I aged out of rejection. Listen, I'm telling you, in all my ways, in all our ways, we acknowledge, God, you have permission to talk to me. How about how you drive? You know, I'm not going to preach on the sins you don't do. I mean, you know, we preach on sexual sin, but most of y'all are not sexually sinning. We, we can preach on being drunkards, but you, you guys aren't drunkards. We can preach on dope. You're not taking dope. But some of you drive. <laughs> like a bat out of heaven. <laughs> you understand, there's a speed limit out here in our neighborhood and in our parking lot. And when you come sliding in sideways, <laughs> you might be exceeding it a little bit. In all, I'm trying to make a point here. In all our ways. In all our ways. We acknowledge, God, you have, a, you have permission to speak to me. Holy Spirit, I, I really desire your counsel in all my ways. I get home tired and wore out. And if you're younger and you've got little kids in the house and they, they've been waiting with bated breath all day to see daddy or mama. In all your ways. See, in all your ways. The way we relate to our spouses. In all our ways. Just saying. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Does that suggest that he would not want to speak to you about that if you'll just give him permission? It's not so you live under condemnation or guilt or, or worried or afraid or anything like that. But th- there is a way to walk with God and there's a way to walk around God. I w- want to walk in his way. I want to speak to me about his ways. And we find them in the scripture. We find them by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. We find them in our walk with God. Have you ever had a check in your spirit about something you didn't even know was in the Bible? I'm not going to tell the story, but one of my fun stories is my friend who liked to smoke stogies and drink beer until the Holy Spirit said, I don't think y'all do that anymore. So it put me in a, a, a bit of a quandary. I had a theology that said you could drink beer and smoke stogies, but I had a Holy Spirit that said don't. What are you saying, Pastor? Can I smoke cigars? Take your life into your own hands. But you might run into a Holy Spirit that says, I don't think you all do that anymore. I think you can run into a Holy Spirit that says, I don't think you ought to be watching that on TV. And he's not anti-TV. He's just anti some of the content. You know, I like to know the end of a story, even if the story is less than fit to watch. Just because I'm curious about stuff like that. You know, one of the things you have to watch out for, don't be curious about evil. I mean, that's in... Exodus of all places. That's that far back. When, when uh, jo- uh, Joshua was taking everybody into the promised land, he said, when you destroy their places of worship, don't even ask how they worshiped. Curiosity about the dark things on Halloween week is probably a place you don't need to go. Well, I wonder what those witches are doing and those warlocks. And I wonder about those curses and about stop it. You don't need to know that. You don't don't be curious about the dark thing. Say yes, Pastor. Don't be curious about the dark things. Now, I have another verse I want to show you real quick. I got about four minutes here that I want to show you in the the New Testament. And it's in 1 John. Everybody know 1 John? 1 John is written by the Apostle John, who wrote the Gospel of John, who's writing, this is one of his last letters that he wrote before he died. Uh, I love this one. Verse 18 of chapter 4, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So, because fear has or involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. When I get to being tormented about by fear, it means that I, don't, I have forgotten somehow that God loves me in that arena. That his love is enough. That I can trust his love. And no matter what comes up, God is with me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing here. I'm 69 years old. I have fought some battles, and I can tell you that God will be with you, and you can either acknowledge it and recognize it and rest in the comfort of his presence in your life, or you can ignore it, forget about it, and be tormented. And it's an amazing thing that God gives us that choice. I can trust him and believe that no weapon formed against me can prosper, and believe that he will make a way of escape. No temptation is so great that God can't make a way of escape. I can believe that and trust that, or I can get emotional and panic. (coughs) I can get emotional and panic and live in torment. I've done both things. Can I give you a recommendation? Live at peace. Trust God. Let the love of God, the fact that God loves you so much that He is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He loves you so, so much that you can trust Him and He will make a way of escape for you. Now I've learned that His ways of escape sometimes are not my ideas but he will make a way of escape, but I have to choose it. I have to obey it. I have to enter into it. I have to yield to it. Whatever language you want to use, I have to say, yes, Lord, and most times that means I've got to change something in my life. Well, amen. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all our heart with our choices, with our decisions, love God, love of God, love for God, being loved by God, and admit it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Before we pray for folks here this morning, I just want to say thank you to those who have been watching on uh, the various uh, internet platforms that we utilize. You can always watch a service from uh, lifechangerchurch.com or from our YouTube channel <clears throat> or Facebook Live, Life Changer Church, Claremore. Um, and so thank you for tuning in this morning. Would you do me a big, huge favor and uh, let us know that you've been watching. Send us a note, check in some ways. Some platforms are easy to do that. Others are a little more complicated. But find a way to let us know you're out there and you've been watching. It it is encouraging to us on the leadership team that we we go to a lot of work to do the internet broadcasting, and it really encourages us and helps us to know that you're watching and you're utilizing this resource. So those of you that are there still, if you would let us know that, it would be a great blessing uh, to the leadership of the church to know that information. So we thank you very much. Let me say this to you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord give you peace. May his face shine upon you. And may you be directed in all the steps of your life by God who really, really loves you. It's not just a big idea. It is a big reality that God loves us. His son died for us and is a living, alive for us. Matter of fact, the Bible says he ever lives to make intercession for us. So the Lord bless you and keep you. you go in his peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to the Life Changer Church podcast. You can join us each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We are located at 2221 Cornerstone Avenue. You can reach the church office at 918. 918- You are always welcome at Life Changer Church. See you soon.